You're listening to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, episode 86. Let's imagine that you are super excited. You've just landed a job and you are ready to leave your current organization. Now, you're leaving for a particular reason or even a combination of reasons, but you know that you're moving on to something better. But how do you exit professionally and gracefully without it looking like a scene from a movie where the main character pops off and says all the things they have wanted to say about how unfairly they've been treated as they walk out the door? My friends, we're going to save that scene for the movies, but let's determine how you want to professionally exit and not burn any bridges in the process. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through all of the steps you need to consider while exiting your current job, how to keep your emotions in check, and how to build relationships on your way out rather than destroying them before going on to your next advancement opportunity. This is the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, and I'm your host, John Narrell. I'm here with you each week to help you find the job you love or love the job you have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS, so let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get started today, I just want to remind you that I have a private Facebook group and I would love for you to be a part of it. Go to Facebook and search for your mid-career GPS. And here you are going to join a wonderful group of like-minded people who, like you, are all trying to figure out whatever is next. So whether you have a question about your resume, your LinkedIn, how to interview or network, or you're trying to navigate some of the intricacies that are within your job and how you lead and how you show up, your Mid-Career GPS's Facebook group is exactly the place where you want to be. So you can click the link in the show notes or just go to facebook.com and search for it, answer the membership questions, and look forward to having you in the group. Now for today's episode, It really is a springboard off of a conversation that I had with Judy Schoenberg from Evolve Me in last week's episode. There was a point in that conversation where she talked about leaving her organization, and it rang true for me on so many levels. Not only have I had my fair share of organizations that I have left and moved on to another one, it's also what I do. I help my clients find that job that they're going to love. And in doing so, part of it is coaching them on how they want to exit and to do so gracefully and professionally. We've said before over and over and over again that our career paths, they're a little messy, but they are also made up of a variety of chapters. And leaving one organization and starting another one is as simple as closing one chapter and getting ready to write another one. But we just want to make sure that when you get ready to write the end of that one chapter, you do so in a way that you're proud of. You show up in a way that you want to and build those relationships as you leave rather than tearing them down. A lot of the people I work with have a lot of mind drama over their concern about how to exit. 
In fact, it's only natural that it is one of the things that holds people back a little bit. They're concerned about how they're going to tell their boss or their colleagues that they're leaving, and they haven't even pressed submit on an application yet. Those things are all natural. But in today's episode, I'm going to break down that process for you about how you will leave professionally and gracefully on your own accord. I'm going to save the conversations about what happens when you're laid off or you get fired for another episode. Those situations obviously and understandably bring up a different set of emotions. We're going to save them for another time. So in today's episode, we are talking about just you making that conscious choice to leave. So let's say that you have landed that new job. You have heard from new company, whatever they are, and they have said they've offered you a position and you have accepted the offer. Probably not accepting the first offer they give you because you're going to do a little negotiating back and forth. But you eventually come to a place where you accept the offer. You have ironed out all of the details. They've said yes. You have said yes. Until you have that official offer in your inbox. Years ago, we used to say in hand, right? But until you have it in your inbox and you are sure that this is all of a go, then you will have a conversation. In my most professional advice and personal experience, I can give you, do not say anything until you have solidified and that firm offer in hand and you know everything is good with that new company. Things can change. I will tell you from personal experience, I had the offer. I didn't have offer in hand. I had a verbal offer. And thankfully, I didn't say a word because I found out a few months later as they were building the team that the budget fell through and they weren't able to bring me on. And thankfully, I didn't leave or say anything to my current organization. That's why we wait until everything is solidified. But then who do you tell, right? When the time comes, you are to make that announcement. Here are my recommendations. And in the order, you tell people. First and foremost, you tell your immediate boss or supervisor. They are the ones who you closely work with. They are the ones who need to know first. Then you will tell human resources. And after that, you will tell your close colleagues, team members, direct reports as you start moving that process along. It is important to know that there is a process within your organization for how to exit. Let HR guide you through that process as you go through it. But backing up a second, part of the question becomes, well, what do you say? What do you say to your boss or your immediate supervisor that you found a better job and you're going to be leaving? Or like a lot of people did at the end of last year with a great resignation, they just quit. They just went to leave and not do anything except take care of themselves and their families and their loved ones. Here's the thing. You get to choose what you want to say when you exit. 
some people are very open. They're like an open book and they tell everything. And other people are a little more reserved and they hold things back. In communicating that you are going to leave, here is the only thing you have to say. I have made a decision to leave. My last day will be, you give them the date. That is it. Now, I coach my clients on how they can round out the edges of that message, usually from a place of gratitude and what they have learned. But I also believe that this doesn't need to be a lengthy conversation. You go in, I have something I need to tell you. I've accepted a job offer. I'm going to be leaving on such and such a date. You do not need to tell them where you are going. All you can say also is, I've just made a decision I'm going to leave, and this is what my last date will be. Thank you for the opportunities to work here. You may choose to share what you've learned, what you've enjoyed, but sometimes when we get really nervous, we get in this situation and we feel like we have to explain everything. The next thing you know, we're babbling and we're not really making a whole lot of sense. Take the time to practice what you are going to say. And at best, make it a point to say that to your boss or your supervisor, either in person or virtually over a Zoom or even a phone call. Try not to do it over email unless it is absolutely necessary. Again, think about what you want to share and how much and what you are comfortable with. And remember that your boss or supervisor has to process this information as well. They may be a little shocked. They may not be. They may say, oh, where are you going? They're just being curious. You don't have to tell them. That is your choice. You get to decide what information you want to share. But what you want to do is in that meeting, start laying the groundwork for what kind of transition or exit plan you are going to have. This is important because you are going to partner with your boss or your supervisor about how you are going to transfer your responsibilities upon your exit. I will share with you that I used to work for one organization where I gave my boss two weeks notice. She asked me for four. And there were some situations around asking if I could just stay a little bit longer. It was perfectly fine. I agreed to the four weeks. Part of that was also to figure out a transition plan. The day before I was scheduled to depart, they finally let me know who was going to be taking over my job internally, and I needed to transfer all of my information to them. There really wasn't a lot of time left given what I had left to do before I exited. Now, yes, we made time and thankfully I am super organized and had everything where it needed to be. So the handoff was easy. You can only give them the time. They have to meet you in terms of the planning to execute that plan and make that transition as easy as possible. Not one of my finer moments. I did say one time... (laughs) Your lack of planning is not my emergency today. I do not recommend you saying that. 
but it was clearly my frustration over how I was exiting and also just being really truthful that this wasn't the best way for me to transition my roles and responsibilities when they knew there was time to do that. It's circumstantial. It is situational. Sometimes it's like, okay, we'll figure out a way to take care of it. Thanks for being here. Good luck to you. Every organization is different. For those of you who work with a high level of security, that also creates some different situations that for security reasons and protocols, you definitely need to make sure all of those things are being followed. The bottom line here is just be clear with your communication about what the expectations are regarding your transition plan. This is important for both you and your supervisor or your boss. So that way, when your last day comes, it's easy. My wish is that everybody's last day where they work is super easy. You don't have to stay there till five or six o'clock at night. You turn in your computer, you hand over your badge, you transfer whatever information needs to be done, and you get to leave. And you get to leave and go on to your next advancement opportunity. I mentioned earlier that HR has a process for offboarding or offloading you as an employee within that organization, and you will follow their process as you exit or leave. But there are some things that I want you to pay particular attention to to make that exit a lot easier and for you to have all of the information you need as well. It's understandably stressful. You're trying to cross your T's and dot your I's and make sure you have everything in order. So here are the things that I would want you to pay attention to as you are exiting. First thing is make sure that you and human resources are in agreement about whatever sick time, vacation time, or PTO, paid time off, that you have in the bank and what is eligible for being cashed out. I have worked in places where sick time, you are not allowed to cash that out when you leave. And so whatever you have left in the bank, you just lose And sick time is sick time. Hopefully, you don't have to use it. But your paid time off, that is time you have accrued, and you should be able to cash that out. So you want to make sure you're clear on what that number is and how much that is going to be. Human resources will walk you through that. You also want to make sure that if you are vested in any kind of 401k, 403b plan, especially if your company has been contributing to that, that you have what that final balance sheet looks like and you have the name, phone number, and email address of the financial representative who is overseeing that account and the main numbers for that company as well. Because a lot of times, depending on when you leave, you probably are not going to cash them out. They're going to sit there. You're going to transfer them over maybe to another retirement account, depending on on what you want to do with all of that. But have that information there. Because the last thing you want to do is have to go back to them and be like, hey, I lost the number. Make sure you have it in multiple places. In fact, send yourself an email 
with that name, phone number, and email, just so you have it somewhere stored in your inbox. Another thing you want to consider here is to make sure how your benefits will be handled as you leave and how you start with the new company. You want to make sure that you have no lapse in your medical benefit coverage and also considering vision and dental. So depending on what's happening with your new company, you want to know if your benefits are starting right away or if there's, say, a 90-day window before they actually kick in. You may need to COBRA your benefits. COBRA means that you are going to pay a uh, your contribution as well as the employer's contribution toward your medical coverage. HR will not only walk you through all of that and how to do that, they will also tell you how much it's going to cost. So you have that. Have a list of questions that you want to ask HR going into that meeting, but also like we have talked before, make an agreement about how you will be able to answer any other questions moving forward. Is it best to email? Are you able to call? What do they prefer? Who is your point of contact? They have a process. They've done it a lot. You are not the only one to go through that offboarding or offloading. Trust their process, but make sure you get all of your questions answered. And that same process, let's acknowledge that your new company or organization has one as well. So trust their process also. Understandably, you don't want to be a pest. They're going to guide you through the onboarding process But it's understandable that you're excited and you're looking forward to starting with a new company. So if they're supposed to email you documentation for you to sign, or they're supposed to send you a laptop, whatever those things are, understand that they have a checklist. But if it's not getting done or the timeline is being missed based on what you have communicated, you'll always have that point of contact with your new human resources department to go back and ask. So what do you say when you leave? What do you say to your boss, your manager, your supervisor, the president of the company? What do you say when you leave? In my experience and in how I coach my clients, it's actually pretty simple. You just say thank you. Thank them for what you've learned, how you've grown, what's been your best experience there. Come from a place of gratitude. And if you're leaving because you have a sucky boss or you didn't like the client you were working with or you hated your team or you didn't care for this team member, whatever, just keep that. Keep that to yourself. This isn't a point where you are going to fly off the handle and let them all have it. It's not your best hand to play, in my opinion. Coming from a place of gratitude, honestly, less is more, probably will serve you a whole lot better. I remember when I was leaving one organization and I I told my vice president that I was leaving, I remember saying to her, I am leaving with a lot of gratitude for the time I have spent here. That was it. That was it. We got it. We knew each other well enough. We know what that meant. She knew it was from the heart. There was no question about it. But she knew why I was leaving. 
I was leaving in part because I was going off to start my own business. It doesn't need to be a big production. Our minds want to take us to that place to have this big production. And trust me, with jobs I have left and somewhere I was really, really excited to leave, I had a lot of fantasies going on in my head about how I was going to say things on the way out and everything. You just don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to take that hit to your brand or your reputation by being the disgruntled employee when you left. Now, a question recently came up with one of my clients about exit interviews, and that can be a tricky one. So depending on the organization, human resources may conduct an exit interview to talk with you before you leave. And that can cause some concerns about how much you share, be it about leadership or company culture or what's working well and what isn't. That is up to you and your relationship in the organization to figure out how much you want to share, but also get an idea about what they're going to do with it. I have worked in places where I have gone in for the exit interview and they have asked me questions and I have just very respectfully declined to answer. And I did so because I just knew at the end in my heart that I just didn't think it was going to change anything. And so if it's not going to change, be it for whatever reason, you have to decide if it's worth it to you to share things. I know some people and I have friends and colleagues who have done this, that they've gone into exit interviews and the only thing they have said have been positive things. And when pushed to say something quote unquote negative, they didn't. You have to decide how you want to show up for that exit interview. They can be a little stressful. They can also be very helpful. So navigate that one accordingly based upon what your relationship has been with that company and with HR. Because here's the other thing. You might go back. You may go and get a job and get an advancement and the company reaches out to you because they like the quality of your work and everything you were doing and say, hey, we've got a spot for you. We would love for you to come back. And you may entertain it. It's why you never burn a bridge on the way out the door. It's why you always focus on building your relationships up rather than tearing them down. Because who knows, maybe your next advancement opportunity after this one may be back at the same place where you used to work. I've seen it happen with friends of mine without question. So it's a possibility. Just don't burn the bridge when you leave. And on your last day of employment, My wish for you is that you look back on all of your time within that organization with a lot of gratitude for the things you've learned, the things you have done, the way you were able to stretch professionally, if you were in a leadership role, how you got to lead. The truth is you are moving on to your next advancement opportunity because of the totality of your experiences. And those experiences that you had within your current organization is what has allowed you to be so valuable and interesting for that new company that has hired you. And that is a great way to show up and transition to that new job in that new company and level up your career as you write this next chapter 
in your career story. So my friends, just one other general reminder, if you are not part of my private Facebook group, you are welcome to join. Search for Your Mid-Career GPS on Facebook and come on into the group. I would love to have you there. I know everyone else would as well. And lastly, you build your mid-career GPSs one mile or one step at a time and how you show up matters. And if you are listening to this episode today and you are moving on to that new job, congratulations and well done. You are closing one chapter in your career story and writing the next one. I'll be back with you next week.